They say the most wonderful places to be in the world are in someone's thoughts, someone's prayers, and in someone's heart. Well, listeners, you are in my thoughts, you are in my prayers, and you are most definitely in my heart. Amen. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to two new countries that have joined our listenership. And they are Tanzania, located in East Africa, with a population of 56.3 million people. Big place. And the Faroe Islands. They are 18 islands northwest of Scotland and halfway between Norway and Iceland. Their total population is 21,000 people in the capital of Torshaven. Danish is their language and salmon is their best fish. So welcome, welcome. I'll get more facts on Tanzania uh, for next time. We're up to 10,148 listeners. God is good. Our demographics are all over the place. We are, as of today, 99% female listeners. Where have my men gone? Where are the men? (laughs) I just pray they come back. Our 18 to 22 year old numbers have risen, but our 23 to 27 has dropped. That was sad to see. Our 35 to 47 has dropped and our 60 plus has increased. So we just got work to do. God's hand is in it. God's hand is on it. Please spread the word about this podcast. In the meantime, we're going to continue with our blessings In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen, I pray. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight. For I can't walk alone. And this morning, we're going to pray from Commanding Your Morning, a daily devotional. 
Close your eyes, bow your head, and let's go through these heartfelt prayers. Father, I commit to honor you with my words and actions today. I decree and declare that I will lay hold of the things you have prepared for me. There will be no holdups, no setbacks, no delays. You are moving me toward your perfect plan for me, no matter what things look like in the natural realm. I am not moved by circumstances. I will walk by faith and not sight. I will keep on believing until your will manifests in my life. In the name of Jesus, amen. Father, you spoke into nothingness and created the world. I speak into this day and declare that it will cooperate with your plans. Anything sent to frustrate your purposes for this day is bound now in the name of Jesus and rendered ineffective. I declare that today is full with destiny. Thank you, Father, for divine connections that advance your kingdom. Lord, give me wisdom and understanding to be more efficient in my work. Open doors to new opportunities and new revelation in the name of Jesus. Father, bless the works of my hands. I choose to glorify you in all I do. In the name of Jesus, amen. Keep your, keep your heads bowed. Father, I delight in your word. I meditated on it day and night, and you make my way prosperous. I cancel the effect of negative, self-defeating thoughts now in the name of Jesus. I have a fresh mind and fresh excitement. I have great anticipation of good things you will do today. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I declare that my thoughts are governed only by things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly things to praise, not things to curse. I keep your words on my lips and I press toward my purpose and calling. I look to you, the author and finisher of my faith, and I keep my focus on the goal that you have set before me. Bringing your kingdom is my priority. I follow hard after you, Lord. Let your will be done in and through me. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I am not too busy to pull away and seek you. I give you the first fruits of my day. When I seek you, I find you, for you long to reveal yourself to me. And as I press into you, give me a word for each situation. I wait patiently. For your word. I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. But I wait for you, 
and you renew my strength. I know that you are my help and shield and my salvation comes from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come against all forms of manipulation today. I come against all forms of manipulation today. I cancel the assignment of those who would seek to manipulate me into following their will over yours. And I repent for any times that I have tried to force my will on others. I commit my plans to you and put my desires in your capable hands. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, guide me with your word as I pray. Do not let me speak of myself. It is your word that will change minds and hearts. So I commit to declare your word over my life and others' lives. You desire that everyone be saved and come into the kingdom of knowledge, knowing the truth. Let your will be done. Father, cause your light to shine through me so that others can find their way. In Jesus' name, amen. Stay right there, listeners. We'll be right back with more. And we're back. Let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face forevermore. What does it mean to seek the Lord? It indicates that we earnestly yearn to have a relationship with him. We hunger and thirst for his presence and have a profound desire to know him. We are not asking for something from him. Rather, we want him in our lives. So we pursue God continually, earnestly, persistently, and with a glad heart because it makes us joyful to know him better. Amen. And more from my Life Principles Bible. Our ability to know and seek God and serve him with our whole heart begins with one word, humility. As the Apostle James wrote, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Sadly, Solomon did not cling to his father's words of advice. Instead, he abandoned his instruction and married women who worshiped other gods. But sin has consequences, and while God did not forsake his promise, he did remove his blessing from Solomon's life. If you desire God's wisdom, be sure that you are willing to humble yourself and follow wisdom's pathway. God told Solomon that he could ask for anything 
and it would be his. Instead of asking for great wealth or power, Solomon chose to ask for wisdom, which God provided abundantly. As Solomon grew older, however, he relied on his wisdom alone instead of leaning on God. In his early years, he had trusted God and wanted to do the Lord's will, but eventually Solomon stopped relying on the Lord and began to rely entirely on his own ability. And that was his downfall. When we fail to humbly listen to God, we begin to listen to the wrong voices, our own, the devil's, and those who don't have God's very best for us in mind. When we fail to humbly listen to God, we are easily deceived and decisions outside the will of God quickly turn disastrous. When we fail to humbly listen to God, we become prideful and in various haughty ways express our independence from God. When we fail to humbly listen to God, we begin to make decisions that appeal to our own desires and not the Lord's. When we fail to humbly listen to God, we hurt those around us. When we fail to humbly listen to God, we miss out on God's very best. Ask God to open your heart to his truth. Be willing to obey his word, even if it means giving up something that you hold precious. Obedience is always better than the richest sacrifice. Our God is the God of restoration, and he will never refuse your sincere desire to obey and please him. Again, our God is the God of restoration, and he will never refuse your sincere desire to obey or please him. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back with more wisdom, more knowledge, better relationship with God. And now a prayer from In the Wilderness. Dear Lord, My prayer today is one of praise for your grace. I praise you for grace covering me when I was oblivious to your hand working in my life. I glorify you for the ministering angels I did not recognize, but they listened to your voice of grace and not my voice of self-will. I praise you for your saving grace, which protected me from my youthful foolishness to bring me into a life of divine purpose. And I praise you for the wisdom to know that it was your grace that pursued me and prevented the adversary from destroying your plan for my life. 
Father, I praise you for the power of grace. When mediocrity attempts to seep into my spirit, grace speaks and tells me who you created me to be. When the adversary creates battle in my mind, grace attacks his thoughts and replaces them with your words of peace, hope, and joy. When I feel like my life is on hold, grace reminds me that you have an appointed time for all things. And when I feel alone, grace fills me with your spirit of love. As I reflect on the spiritual archives of my life, I see the story of grace written on every page. I can see the places where the adversary was tempting to lead me and the traps that were set. My downfall was scheduled and manipulated by him, but your grace stepped in and prevented the assault. I glorify you for teaching me. Your grace is sufficient for me and your strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I praise you for my weakness that surrenders to your grace. Lord, I give you praise, honor, and glory for your perfect gift of grace. It is another expression of your unconditional love. It cannot be earned. It cannot be repaid. You bless me. You protect me. You lead me with your grace. And for that, I give you honor, praise, and glory today and always. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And God's promises for your life. Nehemiah 8.10 says, The joy of the Lord is your strength. One of the characteristics of the Christian is an inward joy that does not depend upon circumstances. <clears throat> joy is distinctly a Christian word and a Christian thing. It is the reverse of happiness. Happiness is the result of what happens of an agreeable sort. Joy has its springs deep down inside, and that spring never runs dry, no matter what happens, and only Jesus gives that joy. Amen. Psalm 95 for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. When the devil tells you about your past, tell him about his past, that he was cast out of heaven and defeated by the blood of Jesus Christ that shed on the cross of Calvary. When the devil comes to taunt you and to paint a negative picture about your future, will tell him about his future and that he will burn in the lake of fire forever and that he will never be allowed back into heaven where you will be spending all of your eternity. Amen. 
and John 1 of his fullness we have all received and grace for grace. As children of God, we are the primary recipients of his blessing. When the Mediterranean Sea evaporates or runs low, the Atlantic Ocean rushes in at the Strait of Gibraltar to replenish it and keep it full. Well, when you and I, related to Jesus Christ, our strength, our wisdom, our peace, our joy, and our hope may run out, but his life rushes in to keep us filled to the brim. Amen. Hallelujah. And in Touch Magazine, it talks about God's purpose in our hardships. The Bible is relevant for every situation, so you got to know that. Let's establish that. Although the details of our circumstances differ from what we read about in Scripture, the principles still apply. Something that stands out in Genesis verses 37 to 50 is how the Lord orchestrated events to achieve his purpose. For instance, even though Joseph's brothers sold him into slavery, God is the one who sent him to Egypt for the benefit of the Israelites. The years of adversity positioned Joseph to become the leader who would rescue God's people from famine. Verse 19 goes on to tell us that the word of the Lord tested him. When Joseph was a young man, God gave him two dreams about his future exaltation. Yet he would experience 13 years of humiliation and hardship before seeing their fulfillment. The Lord was faithful. However, at just the right time, Joseph was released to assume the role that God had planned for him. Our Heavenly Father is arranging the events of your life too, and in the process, you are also being tested by His Word. Your difficulties in no way indicate that the Lord is absent. Instead, He oversees the events of your life and works them to fulfill His long-term purposes for you. That I believe, that I trust. And God's purpose for your life, quote Psalm 37, verse 7, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Listeners, sometimes days, weeks, months, even years can pass without an answer from God about something very dear to us. And if you are in such a season, I encourage you to take heart and don't give up hope. Understand that waiting on God's timing is not only 
one of the most profitable lessons that you will ever learn as a believer, but one of the most necessary. I have petitioned God on many occasions and received only silence as an answer. At times it seemed as if I had waited forever for a response, but however long the wait, God has always come through for me. And it was through those times of waiting that he taught me to trust him more. This is Charles Stanley speaking. Yes, waiting is one of the most difficult things that you will do as a Christian because there is always that underlying doubt that the Father will answer your prayers. This is especially true when others are receiving what your heart desires. However, God has very, very important reasons for having you wait. And they are without exception, always for your benefit. Do not doubt God. Keep trusting him and waiting because he will lift you up in due time and will give you, this is my favorite sentence, will give you beyond what you imagine and what you truly need. Yay. Jesus, I wait for you, trusting that the delays are not denials, but are important for your purposes. Amen. Amen. When you are praying for God's will for you, you must prepare for his timing. Think of it this way. If you assemble a model airplane, you have to wait for the glue to dry before launching your aircraft. Perhaps after two hours, the glue looks nearly set, but not quite solid. Because you're eager to get started, you take your plane outside, you hoist it into the air, and sadly, before it gains altitude, it comes crashing to the ground and all the pieces fall everywhere just because it wasn't ready. The same is true for the blessings that God has for you. Your spiritual maturity is the glue that holds them together. If you can take hold of them before the Lord deems you ready, everything may fall disastrously apart. So please don't grow impatient. God has no way forgotten you. And he's simply making you ready. So learn to wait on him with grace. Jesus, I know you will not forget me. And I trust your timing. And I'm going through your preparation. Amen. Willfully going through your preparation, Lord. Jesus, take the wheel. Amen. 
Well, that concludes our podcast for today. Ah, oh, feels good to be somewhat back to normal. I could get my statistics and welcome new countries listening and just kind of get back on solid ground. So thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Jesus. I learned a lesson. I'm going to be patient. I'm not going to fret. I'm not going to get frustrated. Just with everything that comes my way, I'm going to cast it into your hands, Lord. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to let you handle it. I am going to get out of the way of you, Lord Jesus Christ. Listeners, we have a great relationship right now with God. Do everything in your power to strengthen it, to grow the relationship, to express your love to God in the same measure that he expresses his love to you. We are blessed. We are breathing. We woke up this morning. We are seeing. We are hearing. We are talking. We are walking. Amen. Alleluia. Lots to praise and worship. So get busy. (laughs) See you tomorrow. Bye for now.